When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The lease is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubble Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right. Elise with the assist. Welcome back to season three, episode two of the number 219th. Soccer podcast in the United States, Houston Dynapod podcast. Joey, it's, yes. fucking, it's weird, isn't it? It is weird, but it's also rad at the same time. Did you say rad? I said I'm proud of it. Oh, proud of it. It's rad too, though. Yeah. It is. You know, back when we had Pash Money, uh, I think we got up to like 190 in Canada. Jeez. Yeah, which I can't imagine there's a lot of soccer podcasts in Canada. So that was... It was a good Montreal one. Yeah, but I mean like in the country as a whole. You know, it's not really a lot. Yeah, I can't imagine. No, I mean, you can only live in like 10% of the fucking country. It's free. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a few Canada national team podcasts. Yeah, man, I can't. That would be boring as hell running one of those because you only have to fucking work like, I don't know, every few months. Yeah. It's not like there's that many Canadian players that are that exciting to watch these days. I mean, you got Davies and David, the other guy, Porno, Laren. Porno? Most of the guys, you know. You say Porno? Most of the guys, that's Porto. Oh, Porto. Well, yeah, see, see where my mind is. Might be see where my mind is. Herrera's old stomping ground. That's right. And then yeah, most of the guys are like Toronto and Montreal. So, well, yeah, it's true. But Davies is the stud, man. Yeah. he's good. I mean, like with us, man, we got players everywhere to watch. It was a good weekend for United States soccer. It was. Did it you was. See that rainy goal. Uh, I saw the celebration. You got to check out the goal. I got to look. I, you know what? I don't know how to feel about him. I know it's not like what happened wasn't his doing, but I've been rubbed the wrong way by the Reina family. That shit still bugs me. It irks oh, me. same here. And I'm not even a, a Burhalter fan. Like, dude, we can do better. It's just, will we? Like, that's the thing, especially now. God. You want to talk about fucking over an entire generation of soccer? That's that could be what happened. But anyway, this is not a men's team podcast. This is the Houston Dynapod podcast. And uh, Joey, what what's been going on in your world? We know that uh, you don't know how HDMI cables work, but other than your computer shit, <laughs> what's going on, man? God, yeah, that computer show. Um, let's see. Well, Arsenal. 
making me happy. And then I started joining Dynamo Theory until Dynamo Theory imploded like a few days later. You know, you, you beat me to it, you dirty slut. Yeah. I found out Joey was talking to Dynamo Theory from Rudy and Chris. They're like, yeah, Joey just came on. I was like, that motherfucker left me. That was my, that was my first thought. I was like, that motherfucker left me? Didn't tell me? Oh, you'd be the first to know. Yeah. And then uh, it's like it shut down. They got uh, They got kanked. But what you guys don't realize, Rudy and Christian, what you don't realize is that entire time, Joey was really running undercover for us over here. He was spying on you and reporting back to Vox Media. They wanted your analytics, your listens, you know, all that good shit. And when they reported back, Vox Media was like, fuck. Shut it all down. Just shut it all down because goddamn Houston Dynapod's a 219th ranked podcast in the United States in soccer. So Joey did that, not me. Joey is a fucking saboteur. Yeah, I mean, I just don't like uh, I don't like sports writers in America. It's just what it is, dude. You know what pisses me off is that uh, they shut everything down. Like the local, we were talking about this earlier. The local broadcasters, Glenn and Eddie, both of which have now been uh, cast off and are unemployed. So Apple came in and they fucked everybody. It's <sighs> It's really disheartening. And then they pulled Dynamo Theory and now they've merged with is it Bayou City Soccer? It's uh it's a it's the new thing. It's in the, completely independent. Okay. You know what? That's how it should be. I'm I'm sorry. Like I'm all for monetization and making money, which uh, Joey, we do a little, not much, but I'm not sharing. But we do a little bit. And uh the thing is, though, it's like you have to report back to somebody and then your fate is in somebody else's hands and decisions are taken out of your hands, which is why when Rudy, Joey Rudy asked me if I wanted to ghostwrite, because I don't think they'd publish anything with my name on it. But I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that because I've done it before. And I know what it's like having to deal with other people and I want to do my shit. But yeah, they're. Apple just fucked everybody. It was you, wasn't it? That you were saying, uh, hopefully they retained local production crews. Wasn't that you and me talking? Yeah, it was. How do you, do you think they did? I mean, in your heart of hearts, who knows? You mean, they have to have a lot of crew, you know, for I'm sure ones that are assigned to specific teams. So I, I would say probably in some ways. Yeah, but not everyone. Man, I think it's, I think it's obviously bad for business. I wonder what, Glenn's going to do. I hope he doesn't go to Austin. I hope he doesn't start covering Austin at all. I, I mean, he's still doing soccer matters, so. I can't imagine that pays the bills, though. Well, I'm sure it does, but maybe Glenn will just have to buy one less pinky ring. <laughs> no, man, he's a sharp-dressed dude. Like, I love he Glenn. Is. Like I know that's a joke about Glenn, but Glenn's a Jersey boy like me. and that's He's a fucking sharp-dressed dude. I love him. I really do. So is Eddie. Is he? I mean, is yeah. Eddie a sharp dressed dude? Eddie's got his style, man. I like Eddie's style. Yeah, his style is like like from Zoolander, derelict. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> like, yeah, there's sometimes where Eddie was on TV and I was like, he looks like he just woke up at the bar and went to the studio. There was a he had a rough patch. Did you remember seeing him and like thinking that? Yeah. Yeah. And that that's his that's his version of being sharp. And I respect it. Well, I think there was a time where like Eddie Eddie might have been like sick or something because he, he wasn't looking great. Like at all. I was concerned. But then uh I talked to him one night when I was up there and then I saw him a couple months later, like on TV, and he was looking much uh healthier. He put on some weight, man. He was looking really thin for a while. But let's get back to you being a slut. Should we talk about that? Sure. But oh, what? all right. So like when's the, uh, when's the last time Joey had a, a good old moment with himself? Mm-hmm. Awkward silence. Got to think about that one. Last night before bed. Helps me sleep. I think about two two nights two nights ago before bed. Right on. Before bed is like the best time. Yeah, you can't. I would agree it. with that. Well, it's got to be before the shower. That's what it is. Or in the shower. Yeah. You yeah. Get the, you get the conditioner. Put a little conditioner in your hand, then you get clean and you have fun at the same time. There you go. Two for one. Oh man, you know what happened? Uh, I I'm single. The uh, dude, I'm. I think I'm done dating for a hot minute. This shit was, it, it was crazy. Like, uh, I always knew that she was a little wacky, but the way this one ended, it was like, dude, this is okay. I'm done. Like she broke up with me and then was like, I didn't mean it. Let's get back together. And I was like, you need to slow your fucking roll. Like you might not have meant it, but you still did it. Like, what what do I have to look forward to now if this is how you're going to be? How long in between was that? Jesus. How long in between what? When she broke up with you and then changed her mind. Dude, like 24 hours. <laughs> but like she, she, okay. Essentially, because I wasn't made aware of what was happening, she made it look to everybody involved that I didn't care. And I had no clue what was going on with her. I'm not going to tell you the whole story on this. That's right. Some shit's just for me, but I didn't know what was happening with her. And what she was telling people was things were things like, uh, he doesn't really care. He's busy or he doesn't come around when this happens. And I had no fucking clue. So I was, I was quite upset that I was being made to look like a fucking asshole. Cause I don't have any problem making myself out to be one, but if I'm going to be one, I want to, I don't want to be one. So dude, she sent me flowers and shit. I was and then, and then she, she, I told her like, <laughs> just like, wait, like chill out. And then she goes, all right, fine. You're a liar. You're full of shit. Bye. Like, that's what it was like. I was like, okay, this is, this is good. And then immediately after that, one of the, these ladies I used to talk to, she texted me. She didn't know. But it's not the first time. I'm just, I'm not dating. I'm going to get some sleep and work on comedy. Yeah, it's the best thing to do, man. Uh, I'm going to get back in the gym, too. For sure. Do it. Oh, you know what? Dude, we're supposed to talk about soccer at some point, aren't we? I think so. All right, so how do you say this new guy's name? I mean, Bassy? I mean, Bassy, yeah. I believe Whoa. so. No way. There's no way I got that shit right the first time. I think that's right. I mean, Bassey. That's how uh, that's how Glenn was saying it. 
is like, does it mean an upset Bassy? A mean <laughs> Bassy? Uh, Joey, what what can you tell us about him? You are the the professor, the statistician, the stat man. What, what do you know about him? Uh, he's a he's a ten slash winger. He's great passer. Great at breaking down defenses in the final third. Had a really successful season in, in England. Another really successful season in the lower tiers of France. And he's kind of struggled of late, but I think he's going to come here to find his feet. And we're going to give him that opportunity. Have you seen any negative stuff about him? Yeah, I have. Me too. Me too. What do you do? You agree or disagree? Because the things I'm seeing are things like he couldn't even get a playing time in the lower level of France. That was the one that stuck out to me the most. Yeah, I mean, I could see that, but but he got go ahead. He got playing time in the lower levels of England at a higher level. Yeah, and played great. Yeah, Barnsley. So yep. yeah, yeah. No, For a he, bad team too. They were they got relegated. He was a standout on a bad team. And look, you might say he's not playing in a lower league in France, but Darwin Quintero also didn't play much his second season here, and people were you know upset. Why wasn't he playing? Issues with the coach. Yeah, and, Bassie I mean, might not have fit a system. And and this is something everyone keeps clamoring for Albert Elise back. Where does Albert Elise play? On the right. No, what league does he play in? Oh, Liga. Uh. Yeah, like that. The shit? second, the second tier of France, just like Bassi. Oh no, yeah, you're right. Uh, however, he was. And he's also the, not playing much. Yeah, but he was in the top league last year, and he did quite he well. Yeah, and this year he could barely he barely starts games in the second tier, and and is playing terribly. He's two goal involvements in sixteen games, which is why he's looking to get back to MLS. Yeah, I'm not doubting Elise's quality. Like I'm not trying to shit on Elise or anything, but there's context to these things. Do you know how many people Ted Siegel would win over? He would win back if he brought back Albert Elise. And and the PR and the media money and all that stuff alone, dude, it, it would be a huge signing. Not no, rare or big, but and it solves problems. It solves that right side. Hundred fucking percent, but there's no way it can happen. We don't have any international spots left, do we? Well, you're apparently about to sign another international left back, so we're going to be trading for some. All right, who's this new left back you're hearing? No idea. Wait, what do you mean? Some rumblings on Twitter that we're going in for a new left back who happens to be an international. All right, I'm going to have to look this up. I got. I see no name. Uh oh. Hmm. I got a way to look at transfer rumors and whatnot. It's not fucking special. Go to transfer market and look for transfer rumors for the Dynamo. That's what I do. <laughs> Acting like something thing, but yeah, man. Hey, Bassy. Look, I watched his, his YouTube highlights, which we can say because we never signed a fucking pro player from watching YouTube highlights. We're just developing an opinion. I watched his highlights and some of the shit he did with his feet was pretty fucking incredible. I mean, it's, it was like Quintero level, but, yeah. but effective. And apparently he plays defense. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a good profile. He's probably going to slot right on that right wing. 
So that's Probably the thing. drifting centrally. Yeah, he can play on the right wing. He's listed as a center to attend a right or left wing. He fills a lot of holes. Yeah, I, I see him definitely cutting in on that right side, waiting for uh, waiting for Dorsey to overlap, combining with him. I'm sure, Sebas will play as close as can to him. Is he left footed? He's left footed, I think. We'll see. Man, we're talking about filling holes. That's something I'm not going to be doing for a while. <laughs> He's right footed, actually. But palm. He apparently is very two footed. Franco is left footed. No. Is Franco Franco's right footed. Who the fuck is left footed anymore? Um, Junkwa? Hadebe? Yeah. Uh, Mikhail? Is that it? Really? Um, Smith. Smith. I almost said Lundquist. Oh, I'm sad. I'm so sad too. Much as I like him, that motherfucker. He got to Austin. He's like, oh, it's very nice here. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Austin. So it FIFA, is nice. FIFA's got FIFA's got Bassie as a four star weak foot. So it seems like he's two footed. Man, you can't be dropping FIFA shit on this show. What are you doing? <laughs> I was you use curious. football manager references, not FIFA. <laughs> Fucking FIFA. Football manager takes longer to boot up. God, it takes forever. It takes so long. But I'm excited about this guy, man. I know he looks a little weird. He looks like a thin spy. He lo- like like he looks like he could be related to Borat. Like a thin little bit spy. Like a spy. Like put a little little trench coat on him and a hat. I can see it. Or like I said, Borat's illegitimate child. He's got some Borat in his face. Something about me. He reminds me of Sasha Byron Cohen. He reminds me a little bit of Cedric on Arsenal. I don't know who that is. All I know is um, our, being a Tottenham supporter is a lot like being a Dynamo supporter. Uh, aside from not winning a lot or often, the fans are fucking crazy. I, I, I got to... Maybe it's just every club is like this. But they're they're upset. The thing today was why are Hugo Lloris and Youngmin's son starting? I was like, really? <laughs> what the fuck? That's the thing. That was the big that was trending on Twitter. Why are they starting? Have you seen who's behind Hugo Lloris? A fucking yeah, I tree. Have no idea. Fraser Forrester. He's a fucking tree. And he moves like it. And he sounds like he should be a tree. Forrester. Yeah, well, that's funny because uh Son had the assist and Lloris kept a clean sheet, so. Yeah. Oh, and he got Richarlison behind Son, but Son's still better than Richarlison. I mean, what the fuck are people saying? Dude. No, Richarlison I, just kind of sucks. To, like, social media should identify. He does not. Social media should identify people that have common sense and, like, stability to review posts before people, including Elon Musk's, because he's stupid. He says some dumb shit. He's banned oh, pronouns. Sure he does. He has a, you seen he's banned pronouns at Twitter. Like if you're going to be a Twitter employee, you can't do the pronoun thing. No, I didn't see that. I'm going to give my two cents on it. I don't fucking care. I don't care at all. And here's why, Joey. We didn't have these problems before the fucking pronoun wars. Nobody like be what you want, but don't like throw it in our face and then try to make us feel bad because we judge the book by its cover. It's like looking at the cover of Rambo and thinking, oh shit, an action movie. And then I play it and it's a love story. I didn't know. Right? Yeah, fair. 
But that's also, he's not banning pronouns on Twitter. He's saying at work. And I can see the legal ramifications that he's caused. Anyway, this is still a soccer podcast and we are, we are all over the place. I'm all over the place. So, uh, left back international. I'm not even going to try to guess who it could be. What holes do we got left, man? Backup left back. I think another midfielder. And probably, probably get another winger in there too. You think right what's back? What's going on with the Chara? Right back. I think we're set at right back. Dorsey and? Uh, Escobar. Escobar. What if he wants to play Escobar on the right? Of the back four. Well, that's where Escobar's probably going to start. I would imagine he starts over Steris. And this <laughs> might sound uh, a, little, a little off. I wouldn't... I wouldn't be surprised if we see a frequent pairing of Escobar and Steris on the back line. I don't think Hadebe is going to play as much as he used to. Hadebe's a DP. He's got to be in there. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He's DP now. It's Coco, Sebus, and HH. Uh, Pat said a few weeks ago that it's actually teenage now, not Coco. Is it really? We're still doing that? DPs on defenders? Yeah, well, it's uh, the reason he did that is because with the MLS Ross rules, because of Coco's age, if Coco's a DP, then we only get to use uh, one U22 spot. But if the teenage is the DP, then we get to use three U22 spots. So is Coco a U22? He's 25, isn't he? 26? 24. Teenage is 27. Yeah. I knew. So if since Coco is 24, he doesn't qual- he would qualify as a young designated player, which means we can only use one U22 spot. Ah, I see, I see. So if Teenage is the DP, then we use the TAM to buy down Coco, then we could use three U22 spots, which we have two left because Nelson Cunones is one of them. We got to fill those bitches up. Fill them. Something like are- that's going to happen in the summer, I'm guessing. And that does that does their international status count if they're a DP? Yeah. A U22? Oh, then we got to get American U22s? Good fucking luck. Yeah. Oh, we'll get some. You don't see them, Botson. Yeah, but you don't. You don't. I mean, you see a lot of U twenty twos like South American loans with an option to buy after a year. That seems to be the fucking thing now. Yeah, I don't really. I can't even think of a single. I don't think there is a single American U twenty two initiative signing in the league. No, because U twenty American U twenty twos are pretty cheap. Yeah, probably the closest thing was Ferreira, but he's a young DP. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. He's one of the only American DPs left in the league in general. Yeah, he's he's not bad. Man, Dallas had a lot of players at the, uh, was it U23 or whatever, the first, the, the, the call-out roster, whatever it was for Serbia. Yeah, yeah they, well, it's not U23. It's, uh, it's just a regular national team roster, but it's with mostly MLS players because in January... Yeah, my favorite pedophile, Paxton Pomacall's on there. Yeah, I don't know if I if I think he deserves that. I feel like he just hasn't been that great. He's definitely a disappointing player. I, I mean, thought he was, he was younger. Really good. Yeah, yeah, when, when he was younger, younger, I thought he was going to be great. I just I still can't get past that stupid mustache. <laughs> like does 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 he not have good friends? They should say no. something like Pax, Paxy buddy, get rid of it. 
Like he looks, he really does look like he should be giving kids candy from a van. He really does. You know, he's the one he's, he's the inspiration that got me banned from Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. The grinder patch. Yep. People were like, at least you wait until after pride month. It's like that had nothing to fucking do with it. (laughs) We're playing Dallas. That's why I did it. Stupid. It has nothing to do with, if we'd have played fucking them in when is pride month, June, July. God, I have no idea. It's one of them. It's in the summer. I would have posted it then. But uh, yeah, old, uh, we're not going to get too much into detail. But there is a, a what is it, Noodle Time came back? Yep. What what happened with, is Dynalytics done now? Uh, I believe so, yeah. So Hinchata, or is Hinchata part of OSG's thing? Hinchata is more just everyone, you know? I guess. I guess. So OSG oh. is now off Dynalytics. So who was Dynalytics? That was Somos. It was Marlon? it was OSG in 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 Herman. Man, OSG is. I mean, you're you're kind of slutty, but he is making the rounds. Uh, Herman's on Noodle Time too, as well. He's doing the Spanish version. Oh, yeah. So they both they both migrate. I, I, I can't remember what else you said about Dynalytics, what they're doing with it. But I know I they're doing something with it. I always felt like they kind of ripped off the name. You know what I mean? Dynalytics? A little bit. Dynapod. Dynalytics. Eh. Part of me always felt a little bit, a little tiny bit, which I, which, I mean, I'm not, no ill will. And who knows if it's for real, but part of me was like, man, that sounds familiar. Kind of like uh, I don't think it? there's any copying. I mean, I don't care. I'm not gonna go and say like you stole it. I don't give a shit. We all steal from each other. But if you use that's it, true. If you use it in a bad way, you might get an email. So noodle time is back. Dynamo theory has moved, and here we are, Joey, just chugging the fuck along. Yeah, I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. Especially like after some of the shit that happened on Twitter. But I have learned that's not the place to test out jokes. Yeah, you're right about that. So big news as well, man. Stadium renamed again. And people are trying to figure out why. Joey, do you know why? Money. Didn't the PNC PNC deal expired? Did it expire? I think it's probably if I had to guess. I read that BBVA and PNC merged. So that's why it became PNC. And this was just the expiration of a deal. And Shell Energy, like it makes sense. We are in the energy capital of the United States. It does make sense. Yeah, I think it fits the vibe. The logo looks good on the stadium, too. It it does. I hope that's the real logo. It looked like it was because I could see seats ripped out. It looks nice. However, you know why people were mad about this? People were mad about this. When aren't they? I don't know. When they sleep, they probably have nightmares. <laughs> they probably have nightmares like, God damn it. Even my fucking mind hates me. These people are mad that it's an oil and gas company. Like the green folks. They're mad it's oil and gas. Oh, who cares? Look, if it gets us fucking 
all our DP slots filled and all our youth DPs, I could give a fuck it, it, who who fucking funds us. If Kanye could do it. I mean, maybe I wouldn't support Kanye. But I don't care. I'm not driving a V8. Yeah, seriously. I, I could care less who sponsors us. People were really upset with uh, the sponsors that did the Sounders. It is always something. Yeah, because it was a it was a it was a company that didn't support abortion, and people were very up in arms with that. Dude, but I wish at some point we go back to respecting each other's right to believe things that are different. Like just because we don't agree with you, and I'm not saying I'm fucking uh, what what were they? They didn't support abortion. I'm not yeah, saying like yeah. I'm not I'm not in that crowd. That's why I'm like let you do your own thing. That's where I stand in life. Fucking leave each other alone. All right. Joe, I was hoping you'd say something right there. Oh, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. I mean, especially when it comes to sports, I like to keep that stuff out of sports. Oh, and speaking of this, uh, I remember Alberto, somebody posted on Twitter, like there was a conversation and did you know about all the controversy surrounding our name? The Dynamo name? Yeah, check this shit out. <laughs> so this guy's bitching about St. Louis City FC being St. Louis City FC and how city's capitalized, so it sounds generic. Well, this guy goes off about how the Dynamo is a dumb name in this and whatnot. It morphs into... Uh, well, the original name, 1836, angered Mexicans... Uh, American Indians and Mexican Americans because of its context, you know, the, the war. Mm -hmm. And then the name Dynamo was controversial because, get this shit, it was, oh God, the name of like Soviet secret police or some shit like that. Like it huh? has ties to, yeah, it has ties to like some bad Soviet stuff. However, if you Google Dynamo, it, it shows you that it's a, it, it's an energy generator. Yeah, what Which, the hell? And it's also like a phenomenal part, like a phenomenal thing. Like that guy's a real dynamo. You know, it's like a ball of energy. It's like phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like, here's the thing. Like this, this guy did not know that dynamo also meant energy, but he knew it meant Soviet secret police. How do you not know the other one? Like, how do you not know the American word? Yeah. I mean, the dynamo I associate Russia with is this, their, their soccer team. They have a Dynamo soccer team, too. Well, there's Dynamo Kiev, but Kiev is in Ukraine. They have Dynamo Moscow. Yeah. Dynamo Kiev is a good one. I wonder if they're probably not playing, are they? There's no I don't way. know. I actually, I, I, I own a, a Dynamo Kiev jersey, actually. Well, Weirdly I say, enough. I say I wonder if they're playing because of uh, the shit going on over there. I don't know if they're playing. I, I, I can't imagine they, have, they, they have that one guy who's really good in football manager. What? Zinchenko? No. What the hell's his name? I just saw the ones that are good in real life. Um, they haven't played since November, since the World Cup. What the hell's this guy's name? I don't know. Uh I've met a few Ukrainians this year. Have you moved in? I sure have. Two of them, yeah. Like uh <laughs> The one he he acts like he understands what I'm saying, 
Like he would act like, yes, yes. And then I said, yeah, you know, later on, we're going to eat pancakes off each other's heads. Okay. He goes, yes. I was like, all right, you don't know idea what I'm saying. (laughs) So I looked at him and I said, Nostrovia. And his, the look on his fucking face, like he, he speaks Russian. So he knew that word. It means cheers. And he goes, Mm -hmm. how are you knowing these words? How do you know this word? And I was like, I watch Rocky, Rocky four, Nostrovia, Niet. So I could say no and cheers in fucking Russian. That's all I know. <laughs> but the look on his face when I said it was like, motherfucker, you speak my language. And everybody else looked at me like, what did you just say? Because they saw his face like, what did you say to him? I said, cheers. But all right, man, stadium renaming is done. League's Cup. You excited? Yeah, I'm actually really excited. I think it's going to be a fun break and play from MLS. You think we can win the bracket? The group? <sighs> Dude, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I like to be optimistic, but... Like, if you're Ben Olsen, what are you prioritizing? Domestic competitions? So you can get into CONCACAF? Playoffs? What, do, what, do, what are you prioritizing? Well, I mean, it's obviously going to be playoffs, but like, it is a break and play. So it's not like we're these are like midweek games. It's a break and play from MLS. When do they start? There's, when is it? August, I think. Oh. Yeah, it's like late matches. into the season. Well, that, that game, who do we have in there? Pumas? Who do, who's the Mexican team? Uh, Mexican team. Is it I don't remember. It's not Pumas. I know that. Whoever it is, it should be a decent draw when they come here. Is it Juarez? I think it's Juarez. Juarez? There's no way it's Juarez. Come on, man. Joey, you're supposed to know this. Yeah, I should have known this. That's my bad. <laughs> I was just scared about Atlanta or yeah, Atlanta, Orlando. They scare me. They just signed another good player. They signed uh, Thor, their own Thor. It's Santos Laguna. Yeah, that's not a bad club. I got the green clubs wrong. One. Yeah, because I know it wasn't Juarez. Because, dude, I've never been to Juarez, but I know somebody that has been to Juarez. There's no reason to go to Juarez. <laughs> For real. But tell me though, how scary is Orlando? Like they're frightening. Well, I mean, you still got Philly. Philly's still going to be good, and yeah. CFC. You like oh, they're going to they're going to blow. I think New York City's going to miss playoffs this year. Well, you got Cincy. They're one of your dark horses. Yeah, off for of the East right now. It's got to be Philly, Cincy, Orlando, Toronto. East, the East looks like they have a bunch of teams that could go far. The West, to me, looks like they have two. LAFC, and as we talked about, and you've said that other one, that we're not going to say their name. Yeah, I mean, Seattle, too. You can't you can't count out Seattle. Well, last day they had the playoffs last year. They won CONCACAF, but they missed in the league. But yeah, they, I mean, they were very They were very injury, injury-ridden season. Well, they, uh, they prioritized one over the other. I like what SKC is doing, too. They're, you know what they remind me of? They remind me of St. Louis in baseball. They're consistently competitive. They're consistently good. Every now and again, they win something. Yeah. That's the Portland and Seattle are the same way, too, here in the MLS. Portland are weird. They can't, they, they're, they can't ever put together two good or two bad seasons in a row. It's always up and down with them. They're having their own little struggles up there, too. I got, I got them in the playoffs this year. 
Do you have the Dynamo in the playoffs this year, Joey? Or do you think we're still a few pieces behind? I think we're still a few pieces behind. They got us in ninth. Ninth. Ah, that's a decent climb. I think I think we get Galaxy, Minnesota, Seattle, Kansas City, LA, Portland, and Austin in playoffs. That's who I got. I'm going to wait till everything pans out. I'm not sure if we're going to get in, but I know we're going to be better than we were last year. I, I have no doubt. Oh, I don't. We're definitely not going to be bottom. Like I think we're definitely elevated above the San Jose, RSL, Rapids, Vancouver. I think we've elevated ourselves above those teams. I think we'll definitely be fighting with like Dallas, Galaxy, Minnesota for those last spots. The Minnesota Galaxy. just seems to always make it now. Man, they, they play well at home and they go on the road and they usually get a result. You know, they usually get something out of it. Yeah. I I, I don't think Dallas makes playoffs. Really? Yeah. I j- <laughs> when you lose your captain and star center back for the last decade, it's, it's really hard to recover. You don't recover like that in one off season. Well, we're going to find out how resilient they are this year. And there's also a chance that when Velasco or Ferreira goes mid-season. See, I'm not... Ferreira doesn't really impress me. He's good, but I don't know that he's upper upper league Europe good. Maybe like a championship striker. Like, I think Sargent's better than him. Oh, I, I, I don't... I definitely do. I'm, I'm really high on Ferreira. I think he's really good. I also think uh, DK is probably better than him, too. Very different. Well, it depends on what you want. If you want just an out-and-out striker, yeah, Sargent and DK are definitely better. But Ferreira, Ferreira presses really, really well. He's a playmaker. He's got a great touch on him. Links up really well. He's not as much of a natural goal scorer maybe as Sargent and DK. I think it's because he plays in Dallas that part of me just will never like him. And there's that, yeah. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. That's That's okay. But if he leaves Dallas, are you going to still not like him? Yeah, because he played in Dallas. Ah, oh, but Fafa played in Dallas. Yeah. I thought it Maxi. Fafa too, so. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, Joe Corona signed with the San Diego Loyal. Yeah. And I, I actually wrote, plan on seeing him playing. Dude, I wrote, uh, I posted on the, the thing. I was like, no doubt Joe's going to kick ass for the Loyal. And he liked it. I was like, hell yeah, Benny oh, yeah. Joe. Joe Benny. I'm 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 probably gonna catch a game. I was planning on seeing them when they come to New Mexico for that game. Oh, that's a good it's one. Is in April. Yeah. So I want yeah. Landon Donovan's the coach. I want to see it for Donovan. You know, Joe Corona's there too. Double bonus. That adds to it. Yeah. So in we're talking about the League's Cup, I'm with you, Matt. I don't see us getting out of that group, but I do think is that one leg or is it a home and away leg in the group? Um, I think it's just one leg. I don't know if it's home or away or neutral. Well, I hope if I hope it, Santos Laguna comes here. I think we'll get a better turnout for that than we would for Orlando because you've never been to that stadium for an Open Cup game. I, I've been there in the championship game, and it was still half full. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. They don't open the upper bowl. It's like a dash game. There's there's like nobody there, but the, the, the seating is great. You sit wherever you want. Yeah, and it's a it's a and it's a it's a break and play from the league, so it's not gonna be all like weekday games, right? I think it's weekend games. 
I hope so because the weekday games kill that. The, the The U.S. Open Cup is kind of just like a joke. That's what it feels like to me. It feels like the Carabao Cup in the Premier League. Oh yeah, for sure. Or the FA Cup, even like nobody really cares about those two anymore. The fans do, but I I, I really think the FA Cup's important still. So do I. I think the U.S. Open Cup's important. I do too. I wish we'd prioritize it a little more. You know what? Me too, man. And that one year we did, and it was nice because at least we won something, and it's in our trophy case. That was nice. Yeah. That should be a priority. Because if you can't make the playoffs, at least do something. Exactly. I feel like, like, like what Ben Olsen did in 2013. They sucked in the league, and they went and won the Open Cup. I guarantee you that saved his job. Same oh, with definitely. Your, your boy Arteta. Yeah. Oh, I think Arteta was going to keep his job no matter what. I don't know, man. The uh, the Arsenal supporters. See, that's the thing when I was saying earlier about how the shit that we talk, a lot of supporters of Arsenal wanted Arteta out. Yeah. I was never one of them. And I, I mean, and I saw it and I was like, yeah, hell yeah, fire him because I was scared of I was scared that he could be good. I really was. It turns out he is. This whole Arsenal team is the team of perseverance. I mean, no, everyone wanted Arteta out. Everyone wanted Jaka out. People wanted Eddie and Kedia out. There was a there was a time. It was a very small window of time where people thought Saka was no good and was it was going to be a left back, not an actual winger. Well, that goes to show what regular people know about the game. Oh yeah, very little. And you know what? I'm still not sold that they have what it takes to make it the whole season. Man City's is still right there. All it takes is a couple drops here and there, and it could happen. But man, fucking Holland with another hat trick. Oh, it's too easy for him. What has he got on the year 24? 25, I think. Jesus Christ. Christ. He's in a smack. And you know what? Kane is on pace to score almost 30. Kane's got 15, 15 or 16. What's he got? 15? I think he's about 15. Harry's having a good fucking year. And I know you can't talk about it because Holland is fucking lighting the world on fire and he's missing. Harry's games. got 16. Does he really? Yeah. It's the thing with Arsenal. Arsenal's so spread out. We don't really have a now we don't have a top goal scorer. I mean Sokka's got seven, Martinelli's got seven, Odegaard's got eight, you got Eddie with four now, Jesus at five. I'm Jockey pretty sure Hoybier has, like has more. I think Hoybier has more goals than fucking Sun right now. Nah, Sun's got to have more. Yeah, Sun's definitely got more. Anyway, it's been a weird year for to be a Spurs fan. It's been very, very strange. Everybody's upset. the same. Both no way. Yeah. He's having a terrible year. Sun really is, but I mean, he also had a fractured orbital socket. It's, it's got to mess up your sight a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, Joey... It is on to, oh, announcement. We, uh, it's been two years, right? And if you listen to the intro music, it's, uh, Albert Elise with the assistant, Memo Rodriguez with the goal. Neither one of them play here anymore. So it has to be changed. And there is a poll up on Twitter where I'm letting the fans pick. I came up with Coco Ferreira Herrera. I couldn't, I was going to put Baird up there, but I was like, no, can't do it. <laughs> Dorsey. I thought about Dorsey. I thought about Clark. But I think uh 
I think these, at least two of these three of the future could do Franco, put in something from Libertad in Spanish. Then everybody would be confused. They're like, oh, they went Spanish now. Nope. Still in English. We got to see him play first. I hope he's decent, man. I I really hope he is. I think he'll be fine. I just hope he's got room to grow. But uh, right now, Ferreira, Ferreira is in the lead, but it's early. So if you're listening and you haven't voted, go vote because there's not a lot of votes yet. There will be more. Joey, before we go to listener questions, there's not many. Is there anything you want to add? No, I think we covered everything. That was a, that was a good delay. I feel like we always struggle at the end. <laughs> All right, here we go. Spike Jones says, has this off-season overhaul met your expectations, surpassed them, or has it fallen short? Joey, you're first. I, I would say it's met them. I mean, we asked for a rebuild. We asked for a, a new six, new wingers, wingers you could create, and we got that. So I wouldn't say it's really surpassed my expectations because we haven't had, like, I wouldn't say we've had like one signing that's just like an absolute banger signing, but I think all of our signings have their place and are all solid. I think for me, it's fallen short, but here's the thing is it's not over yet. It's not this. The transfer window is not closed. It's not over yet. So more can be done. Will it? I don't know because they've done a fucking lot and they have done everything they promise. I think right now, are we over 50% turnover yet? We are, aren't we? Um, Very close to it. I think we were at like 40-something percent from last year when it came to minutes played. Yeah, and if they bring in a new left back, well, I guess it doesn't really count because it's only who's gone. They'd have to sell someone. Yeah, somebody would have yeah. to leave. But I think for me right now, it's fallen short only because we know that there are still glaring holes left back smith will he be ready nope does he need to be hell yeah but i mean when he comes in i can expect him to start slow like baird did coming off that injury supposedly but until we fill that left back need i still think that there's a right back that we need because it depends on what they're going to do with escobar and we don't know that so for me it's falling short but man it's i think escobar will just be a right back I think he might be both kind of like Junko was. And I hope if Sam stays, we don't want him starting. I don't. But if he was a backup to whoever's here to, you know, to fill in until Smith is ready, sure. And you know, Hadebe can play left back. He has. Yeah. That scares he, the I fuck out gotta, of me. He's, he's our best center back, so. God, that scares me. The idea of teenage Debbie playing left back. That frightens the shit out of me. All right, next question. There's only two. Who is or are your early candidates for underrated player of the year, return of the year, and player of the year? I'm going to go, okay. Underrated player of the year, Corey Baird. Return of the year, Corey Baird. Player of the year, fuck. For the hat trick, Corey Baird? No. I think Ferreira or Herrera. I think Ferreira is player of the year because I think he bags 
I hope, 15 to 20 goals. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going Corey, Corey, Sebas. All right. Uh, underrated player of the year, I think it's going to be it's going to be probably Artur. Oh. I think he's going to quietly just come in and just do a really good job. Probably not get hyped up too much. They really didn't at Columbus either, but he's going to do a good job for us and be solid, and that's what we need. So, Returns like a comeback player? Yeah, and that could be Artur too because he, he was hurt last year as well. I'm going to say Herrera. Oh, good one. And for player of the year... I'm going to say, I'm going to go with teenage. A center back, really. That would be, that'd be great, man, because we have needed some real help back there. Someone to really step up. He's been good, but he hasn't been lights out good. If that thing came in Bartlow, we're going to form that great partnership. You really think Bartlow's going to go in there over Escobar and Steris? Because I don't. Yeah. I think Bartlow's our starter. I don't think he's ready yet. I think he's close. But I don't think he's ready yet. Only one way to find out. How many games did he play last year? He played less than 10, didn't he? Maybe right around 10? Yeah, like around 10. I think we... I don't think he's there yet, but you're right. There's only one way to find out, and that's let him play, because the longer they sit there and rot, the lower the value is for him. Yeah. And they're not getting any better by not playing in the games. It's not like Steris is going to get any better. No, but if you need a clutch goal that looks awkward as fuck but goes in, he's the guy to go to. Him or Teenage. They score some ugly goals. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Teenage is all legs. Like, if he yeah. was an animal, he'd be an ostrich. <laughs> or a giraffe. He's got, like, a giraffe vibe to him, but I could, ostrich, man. I just love Teenage, man. Liz, would you say he's your favorite player? Yeah, I would say he's my favorite player on the team. Right? Him or Dorsey. Okay. I don't know who mine is because it was Lundy. I don't know now. I have lots no of new faces to make an impression. I might say Coco. Coco might be my favorite. But that That's last... another good pick for player of the year is Coco. Yeah, this this could be the year he really pops. It, 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 the good thing is we're getting all these guys in early in preseason, not like before. And God, I really think we can fucking surprise some people. I think oh, definitely. We can sneak in. I think we're going to be better than a lot of the negative the, the negative Nancys are thinking. Because this is an entirely different team, man, and I can't fucking wait to go see it. I really can't. Because seeing the same old thing over and over. Because after like week four or five of last year, you knew what it was. Like I was like, oh, man, this is... They got some parts in here, but they don't got enough. There's too much dead weight. There's too much, you know... It's like a termite infestation. You got to clear There's out the too termites. Much too much Fafa. I don't know. I never hated him, but like we said, it's it's pretty obvious he's a selfish guy. You know. But uh man, I got some news. I don't know if it's this weekend. I think it is. But uh there's a guy called Uncle Laser coming to Houston to do comedy. Uh, it's at Saturday at 8 p.m. I should have gotten these fucking things lined up beforehand. You know what I'll do? I'll throw it at the beginning, like I did last time. But, Joey, I got to film... Uh, yes. What was it? There's a, there's a comedy club at Rudyard's called The Riot here in uh, 
I guess it's Montrose. And Joey, you don't know because you don't live here. So it's kind of weird telling you, but there is a comedy club. Most people that live here don't know there is. And it's actually pretty goddamn nice. And I got hired on to do the film for the Keenan Thompson Showcase, which is badass because I got to meet some pretty goddamn famous comedians like traveling from Vegas, guys that used to live in LA, guys that have been in movies, you know, that have been on TV shows and shit like that. It's really fucking cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's such a small world. And here's the thing that I'm, I'm starting to notice in comedy. There's a lot of people that are quite famous that you would never know. Like I met a guy that was on the same radio show and did his set with Eminem. Had no idea until after I'd met him. Normal as fuck. These guys are like, they're so just normal. It's, it's weird. Like they yeah, just, I think that's what makes them funny though. Yeah. They just talk to you about whatever and they'll shoot the shit like jesse payton was the guy that was on the sway 45 show on sirius and was on there with eminem he was talking to me about like doing work down here when he comes in and things like that like i was just man what a fantastic guy awesome dude but one of these weekend nights i would i should i should be appearing in the late night dirty show which is x-rated stand-up comedy every friday and saturday at midnight at the secret group it's on polk street it's right by the stadium so that's pretty big news that's great man wish i could come well you can it's just it's not economically sound you know yeah it's like what are you saving up for i'm gonna go watch the guy i co-host the podcast with talk for five minutes oh yeah, I just blew all this money on a computer that doesn't work too. So, well, that's not your fault. They fucked up. <laughs> yeah, American processors, man. It's fucking AMD. Oh, I know where they made over there, dude. Who knows? Who cares? I mean, do we care? But Joey, if children are making your processor, do you care? Or are you mad at them because it's broken? Oh, I'm mad at them because it's broken. I would be too. Like they have a job. You have a job. Do it. I don't care that you're seven. I'm just glad Amazon's letting me send it back for free and get a new one. Oh, that's nice. Amazon returns are pretty fucking easy. Yeah, I felt like they would have like said it was my fault because I did buy it like months ago. Oh, I bought it in. I bought it in like October. But yeah, it just sat around in the in the box and never opened it until until I got all my parts and. Yeah, because what's there's no need. Yeah. It just sat in a closet. Yeah. You know, I was going to ask this question and you don't have to answer it because sometimes I ask these really inappropriate questions. But earlier I was thinking, how many Dynamo players would I let shag my mother for a guaranteed playoff spot? Mm-hmm. Joey, I'm stuck at like two or three. Not at the same time. And I'd have to be willing. I think I'd go zero. I'd go zero. You must yeah. love your mom. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I love mine too, Joey. And no, I don't want anybody to shag my mother, but my father. You know what? I don't even want him to shag my mother. She's a nice old lady. Everybody leave her the fuck alone. <laughs> she is. She's fucking nice and she's neurotic. She has voodoo dolls, man. Ooh. Yeah, every time, like when I got divorced, she'd be like, I'm putting the pins in, I'm putting the pins in her back. I'm like, mom, <laughs> this shit doesn't work. It does work. She has back pain. Your daughter told me. 
was like, mom, you're fucking crazy. And she goes, she goes, next, I'm going to put them in her neck. I said, why not just go right to the heart, mom? Just fuck it. Just go right to the heart. She's vindictive. My mother, man, I always thought for years, like I got my anger from my father. Well, anger I got from my dad for sure. But the weird shit is 100% from my mom. The more I talk to her, the more I realize like this is where all my weirdness comes from. So if you don't like me, then the shit I say, it's my mom's fault. Who are you most like, Joey? Oh, I'm, I'm like a carbon copy of my dad. We're like I'm, the same person. How many times has your dad told you he loves you? Can you even count them? Oh, I can't. Man, that's crazy. You know how many times I've heard my dad say it? My emotionally unavailable boomer father? I'll go seven. One. Uno. One, seven. That's a weird number. <laughs> Fucking se- Really? <laughs> if I was like seven, you should be like, there's something wrong with you. One is, <laughs> one's easy to remember. Seven. Well, you are the stack guy. I was throwing something out. Yeah, once. And it was when I, uh, the day I enlisted in the Marine Corps. That was it. That's all I got. I'm sure like when he's dying, he'll tell me again. Unless I beat him to it, then I'll tell. You know what? That'd be fucked up. Could you imagine if you're on your deathbed and your dad has told you he loved you one time and you're just waiting and he's like, all right, I got to go. See you later. (laughs) It'd be terrible. It'd be the worst thing ever. I'll be sad. I know. I would die heartbroken. Fuck, I could, Joey. Yeah. That's still in the cards for me. Shit, so could I. It's amazing how much different. Well, no, your dad's told you he loves you countless amounts of times. I've only got one. <laughs> it's uh, It's just amazing to me at how different parents are in the span of, I think you and I are about 15 years apart. Yeah. In a decade and a half, how different things were and how different they are now. Jesus Christ. I don't raise my kids anything like the way I was raised. I mean, there's similarities, but I only picked out the good shit. Yeah, there's positives and negatives to that, too. Yeah, I mean, we all just want better for our kids. Yeah, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's great stuff our parents said that we don't bring on to. Oh, yeah. The next Dude. generation, but there's also shitty things they did that we don't bring on too. So, I mean, the fact that, like, like I will tell you this my parents always had food, lights, heat, cooling, everything. Like, we, we, we didn't have a bad childhood. I know some people will be like, your dad doesn't love you. That's why you got problems. No, my childhood was fucking wonderful. I wouldn't change it. Maybe a few more I love yous, maybe like six more. Which would put us at how many? Seven. That's goddamn it. Magic number. That's the magic number. Who's our number seven? Franco. That's him. That's the player of the year right there. Changing my I'm changing my guess. It's him. We're in trouble. Yeah. The magic didn't rub off on Bahamich though. God. Dude, he always looked out of shape. Him and Fumayor. <laughs> they always looked a bit heavy. And Funmayor is not. Like, I've seen pictures of him shirtless on Instagram. He's not. He's just thick. Yeah, he's got the, like, Jordan Morris build. Well, if he played anything like Jordan Morris, I think we'd be a little happier. Oh, yeah. But builds are deceiving. Look at Traore. That motherfucker is built. 
And he's pretty awful. He is so bad. Like I'm at the point where I'm fat and old. I'm not fat, but I'm out of shape and old. I think that I could not do much worse than Adama Traore crossing the ball into the box. Granted, if I'm being defended by a Premier League player, he's going to do better. But if we just put the ball down, I'm not even fucking around. I don't understand how he's so bad at it. Yeah, he's a Premier League fafa. He's your like your job is to make this ball go where you want. You can do it. Never. He is a Premier League fafa. He's like Lucas Mora. Mora did the same thing. Mora did have that one night though in Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. Mora, I feel like he's off to MLS. Nah. I've heard he's been linked with Brazil. Brazil, yeah. I'll say one of those leagues, Mexico, Brazil, MLS, one of those, I would those take tiers of leagues. I'd take him at Houston. That motherfucker. I would take him in Houston, too. Dude. Like, he, he can hit the net every now and again. He's, he's finishing-wise, he is better than Adama Traore. Traore's god-awful. On a technical standpoint, Lucas would be a top-tier in MLS. Oh my God, he'd, he'd be one of the best players in the league. Yeah, he'd be pretty damn good. He needs to stay fit, though. It's the only issue. Yeah, and he, you know what? You sign him, you are you're asking for trouble because he has some very controversial views. I'm talking like Manny Pacquiao controversial, Kanye West controversial, shit like that. Yeah, I'm so, all for it. Yeah, me too. Fuck cancel culture. Let's win some games. Hell yeah. We even had like a controversial player. Like Tyler Derrick. Tyler Derrick. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Derrick. But we handled it right. We handled it correctly. He was guilty and he, he was, but I don't think he, I think he was acquitted, but he, he, he wasn't was really racist. controversial towards media though. Like he didn't get up in like a press conference and say some wild shit. Like he's Wilmer like, was weird. Yeah. Wilmer is very weird. He's not like, 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 what the hell is the guy? That guy was an, an RSL goalkeeper who would just talk all this shit and stuff to the fans and stuff. That's like, that's the kind of controversial I want to see on our team. That'd be great. I feel like for too long, we've just been kind of like, you know, go about our business, kick a ball around, have a fuck about, see what happens. I feel like this is going to be a business or get out with Ted Siegel. Yeah. I, I like to bring the nasty thing. I want to bring the nasty I just want him to pick a fucking hashtag and stick with it. Yeah. For like real. just just for more than a couple months because we had City of Football that's gone. We still have Bring the Heat. We had Forever Orange. Hold It Down's gone. That was like two years. Now that they just they're quoting uh the Astros. We're leveling up. Don't do that, Dynamo. Don't copy the Astros. I'll still forever like uh Forever Orange. Yeah, it's easy. It's an easy one, and it it's makes classic. sense. Yeah, but all right, man. I'm a. Uh, I cooked some steak, which I'm probably not going to eat. But I'm going to get out of here and uh, go enjoy my evening. What do you got planned? Anything? Anything crazy? I'm going to have some wings and go to the gym. Oh, in that order? Yeah. Damn, Joey. How can you eat before working out? I can't I do, just it. do it. I don't know. It, I. I just I try to do it. Sometimes I have to take a shit during my workout, but it's okay. Ah, oh. are you uh, you know, have you ever drank 
and went and worked out? Like not like got drunk, but like had like a couple beers and then you get there and you're like, whoa. No, no, I've never tried it. That's a bad idea. I did it once when I was like really into working out. I had like two or three beers and I said, you know what? I'm going to go do the elliptical. I don't know why I picked that one. But do not do the elliptical if you've been drinking alcoholic beverages. I'd probably fall. Dude, I got like seven minutes in and I was like, I'm nauseous. I feel like I'm going to vomit. <laughs> I feel like I was going to puke. Yeah. Yeah. I always eat dinner before I go. So I like to go at night because if I go like at, like at this time, it's going to be busy as shit and you can't even get on machines. Yeah. I can't stand that. I would always go in the morning, but I'm, I'm not trying to eat at like nine o'clock. Nah. But I would go in. I would go in the morning. For the morning, though, for the morning, I do my I do my morning stuff before I eat, though. Yeah, that's good because you burn all that stored stuff. Yeah, yeah. I always go for a walk or jog before I eat my breakfast. Are you? Uh, how long have you been working out for? Since July. How much weight have you lost? About to be a hundred. A hundred pounds. Yeah. You lost a hundred pounds. Just about, yeah, 90-something. Holy shit. That's incredible. Yeah. 100 fucking pounds. You know Is what, this... though? I say that, but I've I've done that swing as an adult. I was like 260 at one point. But it wasn't like back-to-back. -back. I've been between 160 and 260, and I stick around 200. It's like my weight. But you've lost 100 fucking pounds? How much, how much do you want to lose? Probably like another 20. I think I'll be happy. Joey, can I ask how much you weighed when it started? Uh, I started in July 287. You're 200 fucking pounds? You're under 200? Yep. Bro, I bet you look sexy as fuck, don't you? Hell yeah. You do. Like when you look at yourself naked, you're just proud as shit, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, but also not because the work's not done. You know no, I, mean? I get that, but dude, you got to celebrate. That's a big fucking deal. That's massive, man. That's awesome. Thank you. And I'll, I'll be honest, the best part is, and you can confirm this, it does make your dick look bigger. Yes. Yes, it 100%. does. 100% fucking percent. 100%. So, look, if you're out there and you're listening now and you're looking down, like Chris, bad guy Chris is probably this guy, <laughs> and your cock, Chris. bitch guy Chris, and your cock is small, lose fucking weight. It will look bigger. It's not like, that's the beauty of the penis. See, when women lose weight, their tits and ass shrink. Okay. Our dicks are always going to be that size. It's just how much of it are you going to show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're definitely right though. It, it it really does. It like It's like drastic too. Oh, and everything's like easier walking around. Everything. Everything's oh, yeah. better, man. That's fucking badass, dude. Thank you. That is fucking cool. And it doesn't even feel like hard work at this point. It's kind of once you get in the routine, you just kind of do it. It becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do uh like do you eat specifically? You do intermittent fasting? No. So you just kept eating what you wanted and worked out? Um well, I just cut down portions early. Very good. Dude, our portions here are so big. Mm -hmm. At restaurants, they are massive. Like, massive. Split a plate. They, they, I understand. It's like, oh, it's fourteen dollars each. Okay, that's not that's not a lot, but that food, it, there's a ton of it. Split. Oh, yeah, when, I, when I go out now, dude, yeah, I'm like full, full. I'll eat like an appetizer, or if I go out on a date, which I'm not going to be doing for a minute, I'll split it. 
It is, it is it's too much. Like fajitas for two is is fajitas for four. It's a lot of fajitas. Yeah, I think it's better to make your own food, save money. Dude, I, I can't believe you lost a hundred pounds like in a row. That's fucking incredible. Yeah, I'm trying to do better though. I'm gonna beat that. I'm gonna go 120. I'm uh I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna submit a hundred and eighty-seven pound Joey to my spank bank. <laughs> and then the next time I'm in bed and it's I can't sleep. The one thing that sucks though is is I have to buy like all new clothes. Yeah, but that's a good feeling. And and this yeah. is like really negative to say, but the clothes you bought along the way down, keep a few. Because some of the weight that's you are gonna fluctuate. So so like if you get into larges, don't throw away all your XLs. I made that mistake when I got into like fucking larges and mediums. I used to fit in mediums, which is wild. Because I'm six one. Yeah, all my two X's I can't even I, I can't even put those on anymore. It's like you're wearing your dad's jacket as a little little kid. Yeah, like all, that's most of my dynamo jerseys are on two XLs. Yeah. Shit. Waiting for that new one to drop. I wish they made soccer jerseys like a little bit looser. I hate tight clothing. Yeah, That's I agree good. with that. I always buy I my a, size up, and it's still too tight. I have a Lazio jersey that's a two XL, and it still barely fits me at this weight. It's wild. I couldn't even like. I remember how big I was at two sixty, and if I try to put on the jersey I have now, I'd look like a fucking sausage. Yeah, yeah, they're they're tight, man. MLS ones aren't as bad as like in Europe, though. European ones are tight as hell. I feel like the fits cut differently too. Like they're mm -hmm. shorter. Like all their shit's shorter over there. Arsenal finally they put the Adidas. It's not as bad when they were with Puma. Oh my god, my Arsenal ones are super tight. I don't see how you can be a self-respecting club and have Puma as a sponsor. I agree. I didn't like the Puma ones. That's like to me. It's like the Walmart of soccer companies, kind of. Like it's no. It's yeah. like Target. It's like Target. I, I wore my I wore my Arsenal jersey to uh to the to the supermarket yesterday, and a guy thought it was it was a Forty ers jersey. Fucking Americans are stupid. Mm hmm. We're so stupid. Yeah, well, because it, it, it was packed yesterday. Because you know, in Albuquerque, the, the main teams, Cowboys and Broncos, and you also have your Raiders and Forty ers fans. So when two of those teams were playing on the same day against each other, it was it was like more packed at the at the supermarket than it would for like the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, Chris is gonna be really excited because not only was this episode long, which he enjoys, but we also taught him how to make his penis bigger. Yeah, he's been lacking. In the penis department? Yeah. Oh, poor guy. He was telling me yesterday. Oh, got one of those little micro penises. You ever seen one of those? Not in person, like on the internet. No, just when Chris talks about it. Actually, you know what? I have seen one in person. It's 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 a fate I would not wish upon my worst enemy. It's it's like a pinky. Some people have them like pinky sized. Jesus, that's <sighs> sad. I feel bad. It, it is. You know that's like. I'm against plastic surgery, but if if you have something that made your penis that small, like it should be free. It should be Seriously. free. To you. Like that surgery shouldn't cost you a penny. We should we should treat micro dick the same way we treat the Native Americans in college. 
although we took a little more from them slightly only slightly yeah but you know yeah hey guys give us all the good land but in 150 years you can save 40,000 a year by going to an American university for free figure we just make it right you know that's crazy is this is off topic and we're running long but that's like a form of reparations for Native Americans but we still haven't done it for other people yeah it is pretty odd then again we they are kind of like stuck like that's your land that's it and it's really not even theirs when it all boils down to it uh, Albuquerque is a huge native population I said at Arizona tons of them. huge native population dude if you ever go to uh ever go to a metal concert here um I will, every time I do I'm the only white guy there it's all native people one thing I learned about being white in a place where there's a lot of Native Americans is if you think that you know how they say black people and brown people don't get along with white people whatever if you meet some Native Americans I have met some that really are still upset very very fucking angry like a, and there's not a lot of them when you compare them to the other races here but man oh, definitely they, oh they are a they can hold a grudge they are very mad and my parents my people came here after world war one so we weren't part of that shit. but uh yeah man i've never seen anything like it that was we had one of them once try to fight like one one Navajo who tried to fight, like there was like seven or eight of us. And we were talking about the NBA, the National Basketball Association. He thought we were talking about the NAB. I don't know what that is. Native American Brotherhood was our guest. This motherfucker tried to fight us with a beer bottle. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? He goes, you talk about the NAB. I said, we're talking about the NBA. There's a game on. NAB. Yeah. I really don't know what that is. I don't know either. But he was very upset. He thought that we were talking about that. And he tried to start a fight with, he, he wouldn't have gone well for him. There was a lot of us, me and my friends were there, but just out of the blue, man, out of the fucking blue. And I get it. I've been drunk before, but man, it's um, a couple of them. I was friends with a couple of Navajo girls and guys in school. Very interesting, man. Interesting fucking people. I really respect the shit out of Native Americans. Yeah. They're, they're the ones here, they're really nice people. Yeah, and the way that they, the way their culture was back before they were eradicated. They make that's, lots of cool art too. That's terrible. Eradicate is not the right word. I don't. That's kind of what happened. But yeah, the artwork's cool. Very cool. Yeah, every time I go to Old Town in Albuquerque, I always want to buy something off this one guy. He makes like some really cool like, art with like wolves and shit. It's awesome. I like how they use turquoise. I'm yeah. a big fan of the silver and turquoise look. Mm -hmm. and it looks look pasty white chicks it doesn't look good on them but you get somebody with a nice tan that shit looks popping silver oh, and yeah. turquoise Ooh, ooh. i'm gonna go watch yellowstone now check out casey's wife she's fine i've never seen it joey i'm gonna have to fire you <laughs> you're gonna have to go watch yellowstone man it is the best show you're not watching i promise and you'll like it everybody that watches it likes it I probably would. I've never met somebody that was like, it sucked. I'll have to put on the list, man. It's uh, it's free on Peacock. But if you hate ads, you don't have to upgrade to Peacock Premium. I can't do three minutes of ads every 10 minutes. Turns the show oh, into a, a, a movie. Um, all right, man. 
I'm going to go figure out what to eat for dinner. You got wings and then fitness, you sexy beast. I was going to say sexy beast or bitch. <laughs> and I fucked it up, you sexy I think bitch. You should just have that steak. I'm going to have some of it. I think I'm going to cut it up and make tortillas for Hell one. Yeah. Tortillas for a one. That's the move. Well, all right, man. Uh, hopefully, next time we talk, we got a new international left back coming in. Yeah. That'd Season's cool. coming up soon, too. And I'm excited. So excited. I can't wait to sweat less. I'm actually looking forward to these fucking chairs. Dude, they look nice. The stadium just looks really great. And you know what? It's going to really, it's going to be hard to tell when it's empty. It's going to be harder to tell. And that's awesome. That's exciting. Hopefully it's not empty for long. I hope so. I hope it's not. I hope we come out winning and we, we maintain a good upward trajectory with this new owner. So, all right, Joey. That's it, bro. That's it. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, it, I know. Which is something Chris can't say. <laughs> He's going to hate us. He's going to unfollow us. But, that's okay. He's meaningless anyway. Oh, that's hurtful. That's too far, Joe. Damn. If I said it's too far, it is, I guess. <laughs> that's all right. Here you can say what you want and I won't get mad. But all right, man. That's been it. That's been the Houston Dynapod podcast. I'm your host, Finister, and my co-host, Joey Stats. And as always, go Dynamo. Albert Valise is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubba Rodriguez again, scoring goals left and right, Valise with the assist. Shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's Familiar with Failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool-ass people.